rolling. Five, four, three, two, one. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt. And I'm Jesse, and I'm officially turning off my fan. Turn that thing off. Oh. It's, you know, it's summer. We're we're trying to keep cool in the studios here, but we also are uh, dedicated to great audio quality for the listener. That means we're going to sweat our balls off just so you can get the finest audio out there. Exactly. You saw it. We did it for you. So speaking of uh, summer and summer activities, Matt, you went to uh, Camp Bisco not too long ago. Yeah, man, it was uh, it was a fun time. Just went to Camp Bisco last weekend and uh, go every year. And now uh, this is like my my third year now, and wow. uh, yeah, got to go meet up with a good buddy of the show, Taco. Oh, yep, that was a great time having a good catch up as well as like you know continuous concert on concert on concert. And, uh, it's maybe, like a couple day festival too. Three day festival on Montage Mountain in PA. Um, it's in a water park, which is nice because it was like a hundred degrees, dude. It beat over a hundred. So is it you can actually go in the water park? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the oh, main wow. stage is on like uh, an Olympic size weight. Slip and slide. <laughs> no, that's that's actually a little bit back. They got the they got water slides that you go down on your stomach on a raft and dude. It's, oh, nice. It's like a steep ass angle. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun, and uh, but you know, it's like thousands of people, dude. There must have been like five thousand people probably on the on the mountain. Oh and, uh, wow! Camping and shit, and uh, dude, so uh, like I was in uh, in line trying to get water, and fucking it was just like beat, you know, and fucked up, you know, doing some uh, some alcohol, some weed, and getting all loose, and then all of a sudden I noticed somebody's like creeping up on me on my back, and I'm wearing a backpack. Okay. And uh, dude, like all of a sudden I feel like a tug on my zipper. The motherfucker was trying to see like what I had in my backpack. What? Yeah, dude. I was like, oh, dude, looking up the goods. Dude, trying to get, like so many phones were getting jacked and shit. That's the downside of like going to festivals. So, like, so, yeah, like, especially there. at a water park. I mean, if people are like leaving their stuff to go get wet, I'd imagine that's kind of a an opportunity for people. Yeah, yeah. I have a hidden pack, like a hidden like pouch in my backpack that I hide my shit in, and like mm-hmm. I, I wrap like the fucking backpack around shit and like lock it almost. You gotta get like a Dwight Schrute style body fanny pack to like, lock that shit down. It's funny because people have like necklaces that hold their like phone in a waterproof thing because they're so afraid of it like getting jacked. I'll be putting a joint or two in there and be fucking. Oh yeah, getting dude, out was... of the tube on the way down. We smuggled some drugs in. It was fun. Um, but yeah, <laughs> my my warning is just be safe. If you go to festivals, make sure you keep your shit tight. Don't put your phone in your back pocket or. Uh, in your your backpack in an easy to access spot for sure no oh, definitely matt's concert tips so uh before, as we get into our weird news we always like to start out with a little bit of weed news 
And actually, we're keeping on the topic of safety. This time we're talking about uh, lead levels in oil cartridges. So these uh, oil cartridges are very popular among many uh, smokers and stoners alike. And if people aren't familiar with them, it's a vaporizer cartridge that's like a little tiny tank that holds cannabis oil, which is an extract from the cannabis plant. And there's little holes at the bottom of the tank that allow the oil to go through into a gap where uh, uh, like battery, electric battery will flash boil the oil, creating the smoke that they inhale. Just kind of kind of like, uh, you know, the vaporizers that you see me and Matt puffing on throughout the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Got but the difference between uh, the oil cartridges that, you know, you're using when refilling with um, vape juice rather than cannabis oil. These cannabis oil cartridges have been turning up with a little bit of lead in some of the testing that's been happening in Washington and uh, California, more specifically. Man, and no paranoia because now, like, I'm wondering because I get my shit on like black market. I'm wondering, like, man, I, I don't want to do it anymore because it's like. What if, like, you get that shit, lead poisoning? Among, you're hearing, like, other things, too. Pesticides are a big deal. And, like, if they don't pass inspection in Cali or, like, Massachusetts, they're coming to states that are still black market to get the most value out of a, a failed drug, you know? True. And, you know, on a side note, I read another article recently that someone in Vermont was using a cartridge and ended up in, like, a, uh, in a coma uh, in the hospital. And they had no idea, like, what it was that, you know, smoking because it's very easy to get black market like stickers like just make make the oil yourself at home you know you don't get some of that butane out that a lot of people use to make the cannabis oil and it goes into a cartridge you slap a sticker on it put it in a box you got off of amazon and now it looks legit <clears throat> but you never know the difference that smoking something like that can actually hurt or kill you so yeah no one wants to be smoking lead uh, in California, they have a restriction of 0.5 parts per million um, lead in cannabis products, which is twice as strict as Washington's limit of 1.2 parts per million. And Oregon does not ban heavy chemicals. A lot of this um, is coming from the actual parts on the cartridge itself. There is lead in the metals that um, are used in parts in China because they mix the lead into other metals to make it more pliable so there's a there's a level that's allowed and it's leaking into the cartridges because they a doc a scientist was assuming that uh, or well theorized that it's possible that the oil is acidic and actually seeping out some of the lead into it and then another um person who does testing on these cartridges said it is possible to contaminate the sample when you're taking apart the cartridge so as alarming as it is i mean i think it's something to just say you know look out these things aren't infallible and you should be really aware of where it is that you're getting your oil cartridges from yeah man i mean oh, it is going in your lungs and i mean god forbid you get a fucking lead seems to be the nastiest thing you can get possibly oh. that or butane I, I would say are the two things that you could easily you could end up getting yeah. um, fuck with your cartridges too i guess yeah get it from like a, a renowned source that like lab tests so i mean it's or wait you know wait if your shit's not there yet just smoke the fucking the flower because <laughs> you're a lot yeah. safer there 
This Leafly uh, article says, if you want to inhale 100% lead-free vapor, you should abstain from using cartridges until cartridges with lead-free metal start hitting the shores of uh, California later this winter. Yeah, and you know, you can make natural resin with uh, presses as well. You know, it's real easy to do. No chemicals, you just press the bud with a like a two-ton press. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, uh, or uh, an iron you can use at home. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard about that too. Yeah, I've never really Wax tried that paper. myself. Yeah, but um, you know, that's pretty close to dabbing, you know? And you don't yeah. have to worry about butane or any chemical process that broke it down. If you're living on the East Coast and you're close to Massachusetts, they're the, probably one of the closest legal places that you can go to get it. That might be your best bet rather than, you know, getting something tainted like uh, the person in Vermont did. Yeah, and they're they're going up on like what you can buy too, the, the amount of items you can buy. I just got a text the other day from one, one of the uh, dispensaries that I, I subscribe to, and they were saying the up the limit you can get like four cartridges on top of you know a couple ounces of bud. So it's getting it's getting nice, nice. So and that's it's always better to have it regulated. You know, hopefully the FDA is more on top of this kind of thing. Uh, that's um, what I was gonna say. Everything you buy from there, lab tested, like, and it gives you the lab number, everything. Yeah. And California is a big trendsetter in terms of the restrictions for cannabis and stuff like that. So hopefully we're lead free in uh, 2023. I'm, I'm saying it. It's the new fucking slogan. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, be safe out there. So we'll be posting that article up on our Facebook page on Thursday. Like we do every week with our cannabis news. All right. Well, we're going to Kentucky where we're going to Pike County. Pikeville police officers were called to the scene on Jefferson Street, where two men had been reportedly in, in an altercation. And I guess, come to find out, it's over the assumption that one gentleman believes the other gentleman was stealing candy bars from him. Oh, really? Do we have a brand on the candy bars? Brands. Uh, no idea, like, why he had candy bars on, on deck like that. Maybe he's just a hoarder. Maybe he's, like... Selling them? selling them you know for like maybe it's a good profit i don't know you want those costco 20 dollar uh box of you know mixed candy bars i wish there was more because maybe it's charity i don't know you know but what we got here is the meat of the story is that somebody was getting some candy bars stolen from them and the reason we're covering this is because the, the way the man retaliated is that he attacked the gentleman with a weed whacker Reportedly chasing him down, even when the victim tried to like retreat to his apartment and like lock the door, the guy broke through the door with the weed whacker and, and chased him down and kept whacking him in his. So he couldn't. Apartment. So he couldn't have lived too far. Couldn't. I mean, you can go anywhere with a weed eater, man. You can go fucking <laughs> the North Pacific fucking woods and get lost there. I mean, it won't run out of use, but you might chasing someone with a fucking weed whacker for over a mile. That's the, I I'm not gonna say that it was an overblown reaction because you got to use what's around you at that point. And if he was still carrying the candy bars, we don't know. We don't know. He could still have them in his pocket. That's a problem with loose news stories these days, man. I mean, it's like, we don't know exactly the perspective. Yeah. And I mean, there could be a lot going on here. Maybe he was dropping candy bars out of his pocket size as we whacking him. It just made him that, more, that much more mad where he was busting down doors and we whacking you to death in your own bedroom. I can attest to the damage a frozen Twix can do. 
That's a weed whacker on your fucking bare skin. <laughs> weed, weed whacker versus frozen Twix. What's what's winning in that scenario? You you mount a frozen Twix in a vice and you hit it with a weed whacker. Are the things breaking on the weed whacker first, or is that uh, Twix? They're fucking you up. They're cutting you like butter, dude. I don't. Was I saying Twix? I meant Snickers. That's thicker. I'm Twix, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Snickers. You got the girth. That's a problem. Can't get thicker than Snickers. Especially if you had a king size one, like the one piecer, dude. Yeah. Fuck it's it. got some fucking heft to it. Police found the victim covered, covered in fucking wounds <laughs> <laughs> from the the fucking strings on that thing, just like lighting them up. He was bleeding like a motherfucker, and uh, they caught up with the other gentleman and arrested him. Charge him with assault and, and wanton damage? What is that? What it wanton damage? Yeah, wanton damage. Want wanton damage, wanton I think. Endangerment. Sorry. Oh, we got okay. On the wanton. Like, sounds like he sounds like he was being risky with the dumpling. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought, but I mean Wanton dangerous. Man. It's a dangerous guy. We'll see. We'll keep an eye on this guy. See if the mad whacker makes another appearance in the news. <laughs> now I got a hypothetical for you. This uh this guy was stolen from, right? Yeah. And and he reacted by whipping someone with a weed whacker. You were almost stolen from. And like let's just say hypothetically at Bis Camp Bisco, you're standing there with your backpack and this guy's peeking in it and you turn around and you got a weed whacker in your hands. Are you going after him with it? Oh, I'm hitting him right in the jugular with that thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you'll never see crap. somebody pull start anything quicker than that moment. That's literally like mow that's mowing down a crowd. That's that's what that is. Like, nah, dude, he's he, it was a uniform line. Everybody was in a singular line, so I could have just like lit him up. Yeah, it'd be some panic. You start fucking chopping shit down in the middle of the crowd. Yeah, maybe you go for the ankles with one of those. Take them to the ground that way, and then you can get them everywhere. <laughs> then they fall, and then you're just hitting them in the eyes. You get attacked by like three cats. What the fuck happened to you? The weed, the weed whack me at a concert dude i don't even know how they got the weed whacker in there but jesus you gotta bring it in in parts that's the uh they're never gonna affect it that way multiple trips you just like take apart an engine and the whole drive like shaft and <laughs> your friends like each little part it's like just a couple screws it's a fan belt what's the big deal <laughs> you, ever, you ever smuggled a carburetor up your ass they don't talk to me about problems <laughs> This is a, it's concert life for you. So we're we're headed to Colorado, where a bear nicknamed Cheeseburger tried to steal a pot store dumpster. Oh man, Cheeseburger wanted. See, he loves a cheeseburger so much because he's always stealing the weed from this place. Apparently, yeah, you gotta fulfill your munchies afterward. <laughs> and uh, the fucking dumpster Burger King. <laughs> So the uh, he actually couldn't get into the pot store dumpster. He uh, was caught on surveillance camera, busted a lock open. So there's a wooden door that has a padlock on it for them to, you know, access their dumpster. And it's not like there was weed in the dumpster. It's just like boxes and shit. And the bear just one paw in, boom, snaps the, snaps the entire bracket off the door and just busts both of them open and is standing there gets up on his hind legs, drags the dumpster out, and just takes off with it down the street. Now, do we have, like, word if there was, like, you know, maybe edibles in there or, like, any type of product? The uh, news story said, like, there there was a little bit of a video piece from, it's uh, News 12, On Your Side in Colorado. 
and uh, they the guy was saying there was no nothing fun in there. It was just like uh, cardboard and that kind of stuff. Uh, the bears just like uh, familiar with dumpsters and that they are like a treasure chest for bears. If they bust them open, there could be something good in there. Could be. He couldn't get mm-hmm. into it, so he just took it with him and it ended yeah. up down the road. It was a convenient to-go box. One of, one of the employees was joking around about uh, him wanting a job. You know, it's a very popular place to want to be employed. So maybe this bear was just trying to drop his resume off. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Cheeseburger, you know, he made an impression on us. Maybe he'll, he'll make more of an impression on America because that's a bear that I like. Yeah. He didn't hurt anyone. <laughs> He's just uh, he looking for a job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, uh, we're going to the land down under. We're going to Australia in our next fucking story. And uh, this story is pretty interesting, man. It's a, We got a blackout that occurred in Perth. And uh, upon reports from people that witnessed the scenario, apparently it all occurred because there was two kookaburras, which are a small bird, doing like a mating ritual yeah, they right said on the power line. Tree from, from what I remember <laughs> from the song. <laughs> well these ones were uh they were they were fucking around doing a meeting ritual on the power line and oh, the, apparently they were dancing around and dancing a little too close to the transformer and <laughs> a little tango with death dude talk about uh electricity and love these fucking things went out with a bang all right because uh they fucking apparently they received almost a million volts whoa yeah that's how much like that's the equivalent of like what the fucking power was and they caused blackout for more than a thousand homes and uh it was quite an issue actually because these assholes did this pretty close to like a substation so they have to be very very careful about what they do because apparently the substation can short itself out and potentially blow the fuck up oh my god that'd be terrible and then everybody's fucked in the whole like vicinity mm-hmm. so we're going from a thousand homes to potentially hundreds of right. thousands you know so they had to be very careful about how they put it back together and uh of course you know the poor birds they're they're done <laughs> yeah i i didn't expect too much in terms yeah. of them surviving well just in case somebody out there was hopeful but they were like well, what, what, what about the kookaburras what, what i'm wondering what fried kookaburra tastes like i was gonna say romeo and juliet or kf fucking k (laughs) (laughs) i I, I don't what's the acronym i need all right never mind it doesn't work (laughs) kentucky fried doesn't work for australia we'll go afk all right yeah australian Uh, fried (laughs) so i like to imagine the way this went down you know they're they're each on their own line that are like a positive and negative and they're like having their little kookaburra conversation back and forth and finally, like when they agree that, like, all right, let's do this, and they go in for the kiss. It's like sometimes when we touch, and then. <laughs> and then it just goes black. Blue lightning, <laughs> going everywhere. No, that's terrible. There's terrible, no way, man. Way to stop something like that. Two birds are gonna be oh. birds. Yeah, it's, we've covered quite a few stories. I mean, I remember when we, we covered a story about a monkey that fucking was dancing around and, and caused, like, a fucking huge-ass power outage yep. on, like, one of our first episodes. It's like, fucking animals, man. They gotta How be fucking with our grid. Animals that... <laughs> these are not jungle gyms. These, <laughs> these are dangerous pieces of equipment that you can't be monkeying around on. <laughs> people's, AC, people's AC depends on this, you know? Oh, dude. <laughs> I would be pissed if some kookaburras fucking took out my AC for a day. Oh my god. And they're loud too. 
They're really loud. Some someone might have been really happy about that, actually. They're trying to always get laid, dude. They're, so of course they're loud. They're like trying to attract their mate. Yeah, they're really loud from what I remember. So the uh, the animal stories continue. We're headed over to Tennessee, where I didn't know there were alligators, but apparently there are. Dude, assume they're everywhere. That's don't trust any water. You know what? That's a great way to go through life. Just assume at any point there could be an alligator within like ten feet of you. I saw a fucking Lake Placid. That was in New York. All right. Yes. That might have been a movie, but it could happen. So uh, Tennessee police are warning people not to flush their drugs down the toilet because, as this article headline says, it could create meth gators. That sounds like the worst kind of gator. Now, I'm going to start at the bottom of this article and take the word of the uh, woman who has been studying, uh, like, the effects of, like, drugs on alligators. And they say that, you know, when you hit them with antibiotics, it you need to give them a shot because they won't, it, like, oral drugs don't work on alligators for the most part. Although they have never tried giving an alligator meth. They don't... They're like, I don't know what a lot or a little of meth will do to an alligator. So that being said, the police are saying, don't flush your drugs because you might create meth gators. Please come give them to us so that we can dispose of them. So this Mm -hmm. story smells a little fishy, even though despite the alligators, you know, (laughs) sounds like a trap to me, man. I say, give it to the alligators. Don't give it to the cops. (laughs) The alligators aren't going to arrest you. They might try to eat you, but... Yeah, send them to life a crime, Matt. What the hell, Dude, man? I'm just saying, man. It sounds like a trap. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. It sounds like the police are just trying to scare people by saying that you could create some sort of fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle villain if you give these kids <laughs> meth. But uh, they, they just want to arrest you. Fucking Doc Croc over here. Fucking, they're coming out of the fucking water. They're fucking moving. Their hands are getting bigger. They got posable thumbs. They're using cell phones. Before you know it, you're done. They're taking calls at 3 a.m. Standing on the street corner. You get picked up by an alligator Uber. Now they're not just using. They're dealing too. (laughs) Oh man! Once they get mobile, then you're really in trouble. The uh, wheels. Another person was saying like, uh, which I think is a good point. If you flush meth, won't it just dilute into the water? Yeah, I mean, how are they getting such concentrated meth? Like, <laughs> unless there's so much meth going into the waterways that the waterways are just like liquefied meth now. Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, it's like some sort of scare tactic or something because unless you're literally throwing meth into the open mouth of an alligator, I don't think that like you're g- going to create meth gators. There needs to be direct contact. Yeah. The contact high going on that yeah about in this article somebody peer pressured them if there is meth gators that's all i'm saying it wasn't through the toilet all right there was some hillbilly out there getting gators high showing them the devil's ways it's hard to be cool it's hard to be cool <laughs> gators if anybody's cool gators cool i guess i mean they wear leather jackets it's like literally Dude. Their birthday suit is made out of leather. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, next uh, story and last story is just a complete atrocity of mankind. All right. Now, I know that I I can speak for you on this. There is nothing worse than when you're in the run and you're trying to get a quick bite to eat. You stop at a fast food joint and you get your food and it's fucking ice cold. Ooh, that hasn't happened in a long time, but that's bad. That's a day ruiner. All right. 
And the woman in our next story, her day was fucking smashed to pieces. And she reacted in a way that was just, I'll say, almost justified. Almost, okay. <laughs> Power claim. She got her fries and she did the infamous check. She checked it in the place, checking the fries. And she's like, right. These fries are ice cold. And they're the worst thing. You can get ice cold too, because then they become cardboard. Yeah. The flavor totally changes. It's a different profile. It's, yeah, it has no flavor after. It's gross. Grease. And uh, so, dude, that's when she pulls out her gat and fires a shot in the kitchen floor. She walks back there and fires a shot and is like, bitch, my fries were cold. All right. Uh, I am going to, at this point, <laughs> divert from your almost justified decision uh, <laughs> earlier and say, I don't know. I don't know if she gets a pass on this one. I didn't say she got a pass. I said almost justified. It's amazing what almost can do. It's almost like a, a, allegedly in a conversation. Yeah, really. Almost justified. All right. All right. Take that how you want. Yeah, you're not the one on trial here. You didn't pull a Glock out at McDonald's. <laughs> well, that's when the lady, uh, she she left the McDonald's at a high rate of speed, according to this article. And the police were right in the area to respond, so they saw this this crazy maniac rip out of the parking lot. That's when she proceeded to lead police on a 15-minute chase before she, she finally did give up. But uh, she, she was, like, not having it. She didn't stop for a minute. You, you know why she ran, right? Why? She's like, I'm going to fucking eat this meal. Otherwise, like, no fucking point. Oh, dude, I'm not wasting that 745 on that Big Mac fucking large meal. I supersize uh, this bitch. Even if it's cold, like I made my point, I gotta eat it, and then I'll go to jail. You feel like a total fucking badass. You're like Clint Eastwood eating a fucking quarter pounder with cheese. <laughs> cold one at that. Oh man, and uh, yeah, she uh, immediately told police, "Listen, my fries were cold. That's why I got so upset." And uh, unfortunately, they didn't really take that as an excuse. And now she's facing charges uh, now relating on top of the, the shots fired in a public vicinity. The, now she's got running from the police, fleeing. ton of fucking charges. Your Honor, I would like to refer to the 1937 case of Robinson versus Grimace, um, where, <laughs> where someone beat up a large purple man in a, <laughs> in a costume. Oh, don't do Barney like that. Scott Free. I believe this falls under the same precedent. Dude, well, I mean, it was just a tad bit overacting, all right? You know, just a little little smidge above. I mean, yeah, leading people on a police chase over cold fries <laughs> over the top. A little bit, I mean. Like, I mean, uh, I get I get people getting angry having a bad day and they yell at a fast food worker, which I don't encourage at all. Like, they get paid like shit. But uh, I get it. Like, it happens. I, I'm, I'm on the public freakout subreddit. It's one of my favorite places to be. But, uh, you know, police chase, shooting, pop, pop it off in the, pay, in the kid's playpen. I don't think this is what you want to be doing. There's, there's a certain level you don't bring it past. Does it make a difference if they do or do not have a playpen, like the Playland or whatever it is? It makes it worse if there is, for sure. You can, I think well, you could, like, the most you could do is, like, throw a sauce or, like, throw your food and probably walk out of there and you won't get arrested. That's about it, yeah. That's what, that's bite, borderline assault. Yeah. I feel like I was... The biggest surprise of this whole story is that the lady's name was not Susan or Karen. 
Mm. <laughs> That's like, like somebody yeah. expect to like go ham on that. That's like the typical lady that has that short bowl cut <laughs> and always wants to speak to the manager. And this is this is the three thousandth time she's had to talk to a manager, so she's passed it. Managers never do anything for Karen. Baba, <laughs> give some people some advice. You know, if they fuck up your order, stop going to that one. There's so many. There's, there's so many, and some of them do a good job or a decent yeah. job, which is all you can want. Like you're getting fast food. The yeah. the fast is in the name, which doesn't necessarily fast and quality are usually not synonymous. They're pretty much opposite. Dude, it's literally like playing with building blocks, but it's just food. Like that's really what it has become. You like you put it in the place, you like stack things. That's about Meat it. Legos you're asking for. Just drink it hot. <laughs> yeah, heating it up would be nice though. Oh man. Let's make the people laugh. We got a funny funny clip for you. We're gonna be posting this up on Friday on our Facebook page. Uh, we we like to title this one when your buddy knows the Mortal Kombat moves and you don't. So you can imagine how that goes. This is the live action version. Dude, and you know, you always had that buddy growing up. Like you go to his house to play this shit, and he's like, "Game, you want to play it?" And it's like this asshole was like fucking buying all the cheap books back in the day because we didn't have internet. He bought the cheap book that came out right before the game. You fucking know all the finishers and shit. Yep. And you're just like. I just, I'm just button mashing and get my ass kicked. You're basically uh, one of those uh, dummies that they have in a, a martial arts academy. <laughs> oh, so you're watching, you're watching the video. You can see the ass. Oh, every attempt this guy makes, kicks. He's got a nice kick. Oh, he's got a nice kick and everything. But it's just not enough. That guy just has his number. He knows what he's gonna do. And the use of the environment, it was very appreciated. Appreciated. Dude. yeah yeah and it's just like um it's it's like that movie with nick cage i don't know if you've ever seen it the one where he knows every move like he can go ahead in the future and he can just like see what what people are gonna do so he keeps like going back in time like basically but he's he's only seeing ahead like 10 seconds or something no but i can imagine how much that would su- <laughs> that power would suck in real life because you'd have to get your ass kicked first and then you'd go back and you'd be like bleeding all of a sudden and then they'd <laughs> Go to just kick your ass again, you'd block it very exhaustedly. <laughs> yeah, it's like you'd have to replay the scenario like a hundred times to like figure out every move the guy's gonna make and how he's gonna react and shit. Uh, but this dude, no hope for this poor bastard. And uh, I don't even know if he lived after that because he just drop kicked his ass through something he like a wall. Some of the junk in that junkyard, like at the end of that video. Oh my god. Yeah, he was just another pile in the rubbish. If you are listening to the audio version of our show, please head over to our Facebook page this Friday. We will be posting that up. You can see all the other funny clips that we've put up for all of our uh, Friday funny clip of the week picks. Yeah, hell uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Now we're going to get in some music suggestions, but before we do that, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Here at American Slacker, we have proudly partnered with Seat Giant, which is a website that allows you to get tickets to events for a fraction of the price of retail. Yeah, easy to use, easy to find. SeatGiant.com. Use the code SLACKER at checkout. And uh, yeah, you'll save a little bit of your change. Local events, national uh, tours, they got everything. Make sure to go over to SeatGiant.com, type in that code SLACKER and save yourself some money. Get that change back in your pocket. 
The Podworm Spacecast is a podcast hosted by seven lifelong friends who inject comedy directly into your ear canals every Tuesday. You may think seven hosts is too many for a podcast, but you may also think $5 is too cheap for a quality voiceover such as this. Yet here we are. Enjoy a clip from the critically acclaimed Podworms Spacecast. And I looked up, how do you fix squeaky shoes? And they said, you got to get some baking soda and you put it in the shoe uh-huh. and it absorbs like the moisture or whatever and it fixes the shoe. Boom. I went to the store across the street. I went to the bathroom. During lunch? <laughs> the bathroom in the store across this the street. This is This cannot wait till tomorrow. You, yeah, you did this at work? <laughs> I told you, yeah. I couldn't get off my desk. I'm so embarrassed. So oh. Andrew walked across the street. Wicked, 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 wicked. It was more like, wicked, wicked, wicked. And then the, and then he had to wait for the light. <laughs> you can find the Podworm Spacecast wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, keep squirming. Oh, yeah, it's time to party, you fuckers. And we are back. It is time to talk about some fucking music. Oh, yeah. We got a couple of uh, music suggestions for you, as always. Uh, I guess I will start out, and <clears throat> the band I've chosen is called Pet Symmetry, not to be confused with Pet Cemetery, mm-hmm. which, <laughs> which always tries to recorrect you to on Google, <laughs> whatever you Google this band. So Pet Symmetry. Um, they... Mm-hmm are a pop punk uh kind of band they're like power pop punk as they're describing themselves and they're about on spotify which is where i found them find most of my picks for the music section they were formed as like a side project is a trio uh eric saza i probably pronounced that really badly sorry dude uh the drummer marcus nuccio and evan weiss and they're all in other bands uh, but this and this started as a side project that actually ended up being loved by a lot of uh, their the fans of their like primary bands. So they decided to you know keep releasing stuff. And when they put out their original album, it was back in 2014. It was a split EP, which I I've never heard of a split EP. Do you have you ever heard of someone doing with like uh, a, another artist? Yeah, I don't hear yeah. of those that often. They're not common, but um usually like it's electronic it does it a lot like and edm it's, shit it's not like eps usually is it i would think it would be like later on if you want to do like a project with a band or something well yeah ep is just like a four tracker you know yeah so that was back in uh december of 2014 so it was a split uh ep with them and uh the saddest landscape oh wait no that i'm sorry there the, let me correct myself on that there was they had a split ep with uh Dikembe, I think was it your Dikembe? And that was in uh, May of 2013. Their second EP that they released was in 2014. And that was another split one. So they're big fans of doing split uh albums, which is kind of cool. And it makes sense as a side project, I would say, because it's hard to actually fill a full album, you know, if if it's something that you're working on as a side project. But they originally came out of Chicago, Illinois. Um, some call them emo, some call them power pop punk. They've had 
all kinds of uh, sounds. I'm really excited for you to hear them, Matt, because I think you will dig them as as well as our uh, our listeners here. They, I'm going to play first one of their original ones off of that EP I've been babbling on about called uh, Here You Go. You ready for it? The EP is two songs about cars, two songs with long titles. And... The song is a detailed and poetic physical threat to the person who intentionally vandalized my 1994 Dodge Intrepid behind Kate's apartment. So that was a detailed and poetic physical threat to the person who intentionally vandalized my 1994 Dodge Intrepid behind Kate's apartment. <laughs> fucking hell of a name. I love it. <laughs> what, what a name. Yeah. And what I a mean, fucking name. <laughs> the EP tells you like it's two songs with long names. So <laughs> <laughs> it, it fits right there. And uh, that was one of their earliest things, like the earliest that came out. They have put out a bunch of stuff between um, now and then. They're, the last thing that they've released is an album called vision which they released in may of 2017 and they released that under polyvinyl records the they haven't really they've been kind of off the grid since i don't know if they're doing stuff with their other bands more and that's why they ended up you know not putting stuff out for the past two years but i've really enjoyed the stuff that i've seen from them and honestly i think it does a, a little bit of a disservice uh to their talent you know for having these really good songs but then putting stuff on hold and i mean if they're sitting down here in front of me i would i would have a long conversation about like the amount of time it takes to be in two bands i understand that but oh yeah but it, it i want as a fan it's like i want more like give me more <laughs> of this stuff yeah yeah man as a fan it's like yeah from both perspectives it's funny because as an artist it's like oh fuck i'm trying to give you more i'm trying i'm trying and as a fan it's like you can't give me enough so you know it's like almost greedy being a fan because you can never have enough and it's not even like oh this is a side project with of one dude you know or one one uh chick like going off and doing their own solo thing this is three people with three different bands so you're coordinating amongst all those schedules to try and make you know time to do stuff so i'd imagine that's probably fairly hectic <laughs> yeah yeah envious of people that have that drive man to keep like multiple projects like that going and going you know it's right tough. yeah it's insane so the next song i will be sharing from them is off of that 2017 album called vision that i had been talking about earlier and this song is called you me and mount hood Bright and early, this must be some kind of joke. Cruel and unusual, no wonder my reaction's slow. So pass me out of my funk. I've worked too hard to feel so empty. 10 a.m. and still just stuck. I can't complain, we've got a never ending. 
time that we've missed, oh no. I can't complain, I've got a never-ending week. Couple loose plans and a peck on the cheek. So take me out and show me So that was You, Me, and Mount Hood off of uh, the album Vision from Pet Symmetry. Hope everyone enjoyed that one. That one's a lot mellower than the first one that I had chosen. Yeah, but yeah they total both difference. Have, they both have like summer kind of feels. Like it's good. It's definitely good summertime music. Like it's something you could play while you got like the windows down. You're like cruising on the highway type of thing. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, I definitely feel it. And I, I just like the mellow rhythm of that last song a lot yeah hey, i think really it chill. brought our it brought our mood our energy level down so we'll we'll wrap it back up getting into your <sighs> choice but yeah like i said they haven't put anything out since 2017 so i don't have any tour dates to plug or anything like that for them unfortunately but if you want to you know check out more of them they have a band camp if you go to pet pet symmetry band.bandcamp.com um you can buy their album they have a bunch of stuff they have a cool pink vinyl that you can get of uh, their album vision there's also a cassette tape and a cd version of it so you can get it in all kinds of formats awesome fucking love it i love it when a band goes all out and makes it available in every format like literally right? even cassette <laughs> like geez yeah yeah hell yeah i'll definitely check them out now we're gonna bring that energy up like you were talking about we're gonna go into <laughs> a fucking mega pop punk female-led band and it is Becoming one of my favorite acts. Gold Steps is a fucking awesome act out of Austin, Texas. Um, one of their producers is actually a friend of the show, Nick Thompson. Front man oh, okay. Of nice. The lights. Yeah. And uh, this is comprised of uh, Liz Moretz, who's uh, the lead vocals. She does a hell of a job, as you're about to see. Um, the lead guitar is Zach Durrett. Alex Moranto is on uh, rhythm guitar. Ruben Toretto is bass and as Erasmo Raz Garcia is on the drums mm -hmm. crazy rhythm um the dynamic vocals are insane she's amazing uh, and the drummer is fucking nasty too this whole band is great and I really like you can see the evolution of their sound because uh they, they work with different producers and evolve mm -hmm. their sound as they're getting bigger and bigger and bigger and they actually uh had the chance to send off the warp tour they got to finally like achieve a dream and nice. play the warp tour the last year here which is pretty fucking cool this all started out as a side project when uh liz and zach were in a band together and they left that band and they had always had a joke of naming a side project gold steps which is uh that comes from a neck deep song 
actually. Oh, really? That's like yeah, because that song is like um their idea of what they wanted to maintain their sound as. So they joked about it and then they left that band because difference in opinion and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh formed this band and picked up a few people. Gold Steps was born. Nice. The first song I'm gonna play is really cool because it goes into showing how Liz talks about it all the time in interviews and everything. She is a writer, you know, that is open about everything from, you know, she has uh, different issues like anxiety, panic disorder, mm-hmm. a couple issues like that, and everything from her life as well. And this first song that I'm going to choose to show you is uh, a song that she like comprised of like just a raw moment of when her grandmother had to go through losing her husband, her grandfather, mm-hmm. and uh, they were married for 70 years. And uh, it was always a goal for Liz. Like that was a marriage goal. Like she saw how they were and how he, they treated each other. And it was always like, that's what she wanted marriage, the long life together, you know, your second half. Yep. And uh, so the whole struggle, you know, influenced her to write this song and it's called Empty Space. And uh, it was the first song I heard from him, loved it right away. And uh, so yeah, let's get into it. So that was Empty Space by Gold Steps. And uh, yeah, you know, I just, I love, I love a good emo song. Come on, I'm not going to lie. I love a good story that's like sadness and comprised into like melody like that. It's very energetic, but it's a story about like dealing with loss, which is like the toughest lesson we all have to learn in life, really. And, uh, you know, so I really, I really enjoyed that. And I always love a fucking songwriter who is a storyteller. Yes, that, that makes it more compelling. And it's not like that that's why i have a problem with a lot of pop is because the repetitiveness of like the lyrics and no real depth necessarily yeah yeah and you know i don't like a a jamble of words like random melody like matching sayings you know sentences that don't connect to each other or even make sense you know a lot of a lot of emo influence stuff does seem to tell more of a story yeah yeah true yeah yeah, a lot of the time it is. It's really a, a story of something, some type of loss, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, they're all about loss. Um, but yeah, our next, our next song is um, a song you're familiar with. A song a lot of our listeners and viewers are going to be familiar with. It is a cover of a census fail song that uh, one of the greatest songs ever. Rum is for drinking, not for burning. And uh, yeah, I mean, if you heard the song, you're familiar with it. And, Talk about uh, telling stories. Dude, uh, you know how we love this. We love pirate-themed shit. <laughs> this is a savage story, and uh, yeah, fucking let's get into this. Let's see how the variant is. Rum is for drinking, not for burning.
So yeah, that was rum is for drinking, not for burning. An old favorite of ours here at American Slacker. I uh, actually remember one of our first conversations in like sixth or seventh grade. We were talking about how awesome that song was. Oh yeah, it's it's yeah. a fucking it slaps. That's for yeah. damn sure. I was like, oh, you fucking like that song, dude? I fucking like that song too. <laughs> and yeah, uh, so yeah. I, it's cool that they covered that one. That's like a, that's definitely a throwback song. Yeah, and I feel like not a lot of good covers of it. And, uh, you know, it's pretty close to the original, but, you know, I love her voice a lot. And um, I like that the breakdown of the changeup. Nice. Yeah, yeah, definitely a little more crunchy, a little more rough. I like that. And, you know, I just generally love them. They're, they have a huge archive of great fucking work. And, again, you can see the evolution of how they tighten their sound and become, you know, what they want Gold Steps to, to really be. Mm-hmm. Bunch of EPs, bunch of singles you can check out. Most recently, Empty Space came out of um, in April of this year, so that's like their newest shit. And hopefully, people caught them at Warp Tour too. I mean, Dude. that's that's big. Warp Tour is great. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they got a full full length album, Incandescent, that came out um, last year, and that's got seven tracks that are pretty fucking good. I like every track on that, honestly. Nice. Anytime a band can do that, I'm pretty stoked. You know, that's a tough thing to do is make a whole album that somebody can enjoy every song. Yeah. Usually there's one or two that you're like are throwaway songs, but yeah. And uh, yeah, they tour over the world. Um, I don't see any tours right now. Um, the tour announced yet, but uh, I think they're getting ready to announce a tour um, all throughout the U S so good chance. You might be able to catch these guys live. There you go. Hell yeah. So those were two bands that you should definitely check out. Add them to your Spotify playlist. I think we're still making an American slacker Spotify playlist. We'll, we'll be yep. sure to have it all updated updated and uh ready for you to play if you want to just you know have it all curated for you you can thank matt for that one i think we're up to like five or six hours now it's getting it's getting out of control it's gonna get to the point where if you download it and get fucking deserted on an island you'll be fine you'll be listening to the music way past the time you get rescued as long as that battery or die (laughs) so uh we're gonna get into a game called images you can hear a new favorite of ours uh That'll be right after this. Uh, Matt, I am I am dying of heat over here, man. This is I feel the summer heat coming on. Dude, the bullets are just coming hot right out of your face. What's going on, dude? Well, first off, I'm not giving any damn money to those air conditioning people because uh, I tried to get them over here once before and gotten in an argument. So now I'm looking for a venue to end up in because they're always a lot cooler, right? You know, something with a live act. Oh, okay. You're looking to be entertained and chill the fuck out at the same time absolutely okay hey uh what if i told you i could save you a little money if you're looking to purchase some tickets to a live venue well i'm not looking to sweat the ticket prices so what do you got for me man head over to cgiant.com enter the code slacker at checkout and you will be getting a little sweet discount and you'll be chilling in no time less money to give to that damn air conditioning repairman Oh, man. Yeah, get him out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Go to cgiant.com. Use the code SLACKER. Get that discount. Hi, do you like celebrities, comedy, and pop culture? Well, then I have the podcast for you. 
I'm Aaron Max, host of the Yes and I Am podcast, the podcast where we learn about people. Each week, we take comedians and improvisers and give them a celebrity to play, and I interview them. And guess what? Sometimes the comedians don't know who this celebrity is. And that's when the real fun comes in, and we learn a little something we didn't already know about these people. So go and check us out. We're on iTunes and all other podcast source. We are Yes and I Am, and we will see you guys next time. back with a game well first off anyone watching youtube we're giving c giant way too much promo yeah that was my bad that was that was totally <laughs> my fault i uh i had i made a little flubber on the uh titling of the, the fucking game we're about to play <laughs> so uh, yeah you know you know what i decided i decided to give our loyal sponsor c giant a little more fucking advertisement yeah give <laughs> give them a uh a try a promo code slacker for a discount at checkout uh cgiant.com get fucking tickets to stuff i'm going to see joe rogan i'm really excited for that that's not oh, dude. this weekend but the following one that's that's dope you're gonna have a fucking great time and uh yeah, yeah man dude. We'll give a little it, update i'm sure hell yeah oh yeah we'll definitely be talking about it after i go up shake his hand rub his head a little bit get, get some, some elk from lucky, him yeah lucky elk to bring back <laughs> to the show <laughs> that helps your numbers if you eat it raw so let's get into this game that we like to call images you can hear this is directly ripped off from the uh subreddit images you can hear on on reddit what i like to do is go through there and find some images that matt may or may not have heard of and uh matt you're gonna want to click on those images that say i1 i2 i3 i4 those are all your images and the answers will lie within the parts that say v1 v2 v3 v4 because those are the videos that will actually provide us the audio as to uh what the image is but first You'll give a nice brief description to anyone listening to the podcast so that they can get the image in their head. Maybe they know what it is based off of what you're describing, and then they can play along themselves. All right. So how do you feel about all that? Uh, I'm down, man. I'm down. Let's uh let's let me pull up this first one right here. This I'm is for all your marbles, by the way. All my marbles. I don't want to give me your whole marble. Card. I didn't I didn't say I was gonna give you all my marbles. It was in fine print. If you highlight and enlarge next images you can hear, I put <laughs> some uh point zero 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 one print i gotta uh, talk to my lawyer he did not look over that very well <laughs> no oh so God. yeah what open image one let me know what you're looking at give it a, give it all a nice right for the people so if you're watching the youtube you see what i'm looking at i'm looking at an infamous loading screen i'm looking at the gta san andreas loading screen okay Fucking classic and okay. uh since this game is images you can hear what do you hear when you see this image? I hear that West Coast synth like. <laughs> all right. All right. I, I think you're spot on with this one. I'm going to say uh, click that video and, and let's see how all close right. you are. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. That's a point right there. Dude, that, you know how many times I listen to that? I think 
I, yeah. I know we're big GTA fans here at American Slacker, so I, I figured I'd start off, you know, kind of easy. Let's yep. move on. Let's move on to image two. It's easy okay. to wham, 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 wham. But do you know what this image? Conjures? All right. All let's right. give a description for our oh, audience. Oh God! Audience. All right, so let me pump this to the tube. All right, so I'm looking at this dude. Um, all right, so I, I think I've seen this before. We're looking at a dude. He looks like he could be Patrick Stump's little brother or cousin. Um, <laughs> he's got the he's got the same little cap. He's got uh, he, he's got a little rough beard, the rough uh, blonde hair. What's he's he um he's holding the, like a nice old like revolver. He's got a western <laughs> style fucking revolver holding in his hand. It's spoken. Now, what's going on here is you hear a. Uh, a boom and then his brother goes what the fuck okay let's uh let's see what it sounds like and how correct you may or may not have been this is why mom doesn't <laughs> fucking love you oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's oh my it. god <laughs> that's why mom doesn't dude. fucking love you so he shoots the gun and uh yeah his fucking brother falls off the couch drops like a bowl of cereal or something and <laughs> just points at him and says the most hurtful thing he's ever gonna hear from a family member in his life that was, that was locked and loaded dude not, not the gun that comment dude that <laughs> comment yeah that was crazy dude that kid's been holding the grudge since like three <laughs> that's crazy so i would say that's uh you got one right one wrong let's go image three image three all right we're looking at the original xbox 360 schmear like the the xbox is like pulling like light out of it doing a swirl so uh, the loading screen yeah yeah i think it's when you turn the xbox on yep <laughs> like I, I can't remember the end of it though so like i'm let's see how close that was <laughs> trying to think of it all right well let's see let's see oh that's it yep yep okay so yeah i definitely know. lost that one even though yeah, i, I heard part that, of it i would say that's a no i would say that's a no no go on that one because you didn't it wasn't the the, the one at the end i think is yeah does it yeah so you're one for three all right image four what are you looking at all right um is this danny glover who is this guy <laughs> I'm looking at like it looks like Danny Glover almost bizarro Danny Glover and he's like crying like or like he's screaming or I don't know he's laughing I don't know okay oh, that's a tough one what what do uh, you think it sounds like <laughs> I don't know like a bunch of laughs I, I don't know all right he's got a goofy ass grin on so give her a click all right let's see what we got here Okay, I was originally right. He is crying. What? How dare you, man? How dare you laugh at a man who's crying? Oh my god, this is horrible. That guy just straight is going at it hard. That's that's another classic internet video. So, uh oh, you know what that means? First off, hand over those marbles. Hey, you get my marbles, man. You ain't getting them. Secondly, uh, let's finish this off with that fifth image. Maybe you could redeem yourself and get a point here at the end. 
Let's go. Oh my God. Over here. Jesus Christ. You found this image. All right. All right. Well, this video. <laughs> All right, so let me put this up for the YouTube. Uh, anybody out there that's a video game person is going to know what this fucking thing is. So Give them a this, description for the audio. This podcast. is four dudes. Um, you're in first person. You're in the elevator with four dudes dressed in real SWAT, like fucking basically just assault everything. gear. Yeah, they got fucking assault rifles, everything. Um yeah, they're about to. I know exactly what's happening here. This is one of the most controversial fucking. What he says though at the beginning. Yeah, of the scene. yeah. This is a setup. Like this is to frame. Um, who was it? Like um, the English, like or the the British rather. Or the Americans or something. I forget. Yeah, they, it was a setup, and he's like uh, the Russians, and they they say don't speak in your dialect, like basically, like or whatever, okay. right? Yeah. Yeah, dude, you don't forget this level. And basically, what happens? What is this? Call of Duty Modern Warfare Four Two, I believe. Or Call of Duty 4. It's it's COD 4 or something, I think. I don't know. Either way, uh, you'll know this level. They fucking are in an airport, and they go out, and they just murk. You kill all civilians. You could actually skip this level if you want. That's how bad it was. There was a warning. It was. Yeah. and uh, yeah, you just for go- our audience. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. This is, uh, this is a classic. They don't make games like they used to. Snami Bull. Yep. <laughs> no rush. Oh, dude. Such a brutal level. Look at all those poor people waiting. Like, dude, like getting through TSA isn't hard enough. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Dude. All of them. Dead. Dude. A massacre. <laughs> all right. That's Solid all we need to see from that. End the show. I get Matt's marbles. We ended with a massacre in an airport. <laughs> Let's, You're gonna uh, have to take me to court for those marbles, sir. I will. I'll see you in court, sir. <laughs> I'll see you in small marbles court, claims court, man. You're done. I'm getting, You're the getting my marbles. Too. I'm gonna get your marbles after this. My lawyer's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, thank you everybody for tuning in. Hopefully, you, you had a chance to check out that YouTube feed that uh, non-perfect this time. So it, was, it was a little rough this time, I'll say. But every other time. It's been goddamn perfect. Better than getting your shit stolen at a music festival. Yeah, you know that's the yeah yeah we're gonna come out of that out of this episode with the positive aspect of that. I didn't lose a phone from to some dirtbag in line trying to get water. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you everybody for tuning in. We love each and every one of you. And uh, until next time, that's it. There you go. We're smoking America. America. We're passing America. Yeah. I'm mapping America. America. I'm psyching America. America. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passage. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and act a savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get.